Hello, and welcome to another Veterinary Team Training Podcast. My name is Amy Newfield, and I'm both the host and owner of Veterinary Team Training. Please check out all of our other blogs and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com. Today, I'm going to push some buttons. I know I am, because we're going to talk about blaming the salary. And really, I'm going to bring it into the cycle of toxicity. Now, you might not be aware, but the cycle of toxicity lives in every veterinary hospital. I've seen it time and time again. And at some point, the team becomes so toxic that they start blaming all the issues on the fact they're not getting paid enough. Now, before I tick off too many people and you just click the off button on this podcast, let me explain something. Everyone in veterinary medicine should be making more money. I'm going to say that until the day I die. And the reason why I'm going to say it until the day I die, even long after I retire, probably at the age of 90, that's right, I'm going to be working until 90, um, is because it's true. And I don't think that veterinary salaries are going to improve so much that when I die, I'm going to look back and go, finally, people are getting paid what they deserve. I don't think I'm going to feel that way, which is why I like to make the statement. I'm going to claim that as one of the things that I'm going to say until the day I die. In my book, Oops, I Became a Manager, I talk about how the industry standards for pretty much everybody in the veterinary profession has largely gone unchanged for the last 30 years. And yes, the hourly or even salaried rate has increased simply due to the cost of inflation, but honestly not much above that. If I were to take my original salary of $6.50 an hour from 20-something years ago and put it into inflation calculator, that is actually the current starting salary for most veterinary technicians in the industry. And so I know that changing an entire industry is going to take a lot of time. I have started to see a shift, particularly from large companies in just the last few years, that maybe there's hope on the horizon that salaries might be maybe improving, but I'm not that excited yet. You know, changing an entire industry is going to need to come from industry leaders, big businesses to really shift the momentum to a place where veterinary professionals, and I'm talking about client service representatives, veterinary technicians, assistants, and nurses, as well as veterinarians, get compensated appropriately. And so we all should be earning more money. So before you think that this podcast about how we shouldn't be earning more money, I don't want you to think that. I truly believe with all of my heart and all the research I've done, absolutely everybody in the veterinary profession should be taking home a larger salary. But now let's talk about why I hate that we blame the salary on every problem in the veterinary hospital. You know, none of us were surprised with how much we were going to get paid. We took a job, we were super excited about it, we knew exactly what our salary was, and honestly, we were still thrilled to start that very first day. Think about the salary that you were offered on the first day of your job, on maybe the very first job that you had, and how you were still excited to start there. I'm gonna give an arbitrary $10 an hour. So 
let's just say on your very first day for $10 an hour, you were thrilled the first time you placed an intravenous catheter or maybe even the first time you did surgery or the first time that you helped a client through a difficult decision or, or situation. You were happy and when you went home that day, you did not complain about your salary. Actually, you probably bragged to your friends and family and you talked about the cool abscess that popped and all the pus that poured out of it or the broken leg that you saw and how you helped alleviate the animal suffering or how the client was sobbing and you comforted that person or how you managed to pull out a really difficult surgery. You bragged about it. It was fun and it was exciting and probably your friends and family was like, stop talking about the pus and the poop and the anal sacs and all of those things. But you were jazzed up. You might have posted on social media. It was exciting. And so salary didn't matter in that moment. It did matter, but it didn't matter. Because every time you had those experiences, you thought they were just so amazing. Those moments were exciting to us regardless of the salary. And that's what most of us experience very early in our veterinary career. Financial rewards are definitely a satisfier for people in any profession, but it's not the driver of why they love doing what they do. And let me repeat that statement. Financial rewards, aka your salary, is always a satisfier for people in any profession but it is not the driver of why you do and love what you do. And so how is it that we blame money then for the root of all of our issues and why we're so unhappy? Because I see this on social media, on veterinary threads, and I hear it at conferences. People say, oh, I'm so miserable. I would be happier if I made more money. And a little bit of that is true. But at one point, you were happy. You were very happy with the same salary. And now suddenly you're unhappy, and yet the salary is the same. And so let me talk to you just about the cycle of toxicity, because this is really important. And there's a multifaceted approach that needs to happen in order to get people out of this cycle of toxicity. And so here's the cycle of toxicity. I have seen countless hundreds, if not thousands of times in every veterinary hospital. And in fact, I personally have had and experienced the cycle of toxicity. A new hire enters the hospital. Oh my gosh, they're so excited to be part of the team. This is so excited. I'm so happy to be here. And then they start doing an amazing job. And so they get increased responsibility. Yes, I would love to do that. Yes, I can work that extra shift. And then there's no praise from leadership. And so they're doing these extra responsibilities, not getting the praise and accolades, but that's okay. But now other people in the veterinary hospital are feeling the same weight of this increased responsibility or this increased caseload. And now gossiping and bullying and negativity start to occur. And now we have this busy, crazy hospital every single day combined with the gossiping, the bullying and the negativity and the increased responsibility. And this individual starts to feel unappreciated and burned out. And yes, I am going to say something really harsh. Leadership 
is now non-existent. And perhaps they have put blinders on themselves because they also are feeling unappreciated by the team that they are leading or they themselves are so burned out and they feel like there's no end in sight, but regardless, they are completely non-existent and they are ignoring the problems within the hospital. And then that is where we have peaked at the cycle of toxicity and the employee says, I am not getting paid enough to deal with this. Beepity, beepity, beep. Fill in your curse words here, people. So yes, that's the cycle of toxicity. And we see it all over in every single hospital. Does this look familiar? And does this resonate with you? I'm sure that it does. Because too often, this is a normal cycle of a toxic team in a hospital. And it's sad but it is so true. Employees didn't enter into veterinary medicine because they wanted to hate their jobs. They entered into veterinary medicine because they love animals and love medicine and they want to love what they do. However, because of this culmination of several events within the hospital team, eventually the team becomes angry and bitter or maybe it's just one person who becomes angry and bitter and they start saying things like, this hospital does doesn't deserve us. We work too hard and no one cares and we deserve to be paid more. And then at some point when this employee or maybe the entire team continues to be disgruntled, they make the war cry that salary is the problem. And that's simply not true. Now, again, before you get all upset with me, I do think you should be making more money. I absolutely do. But money's not going to fix the many issues that are, are causing this cycle of toxicity. They started this cycle of toxicity when we increased their responsibility, when they didn't receive praise from leadership, when no one seemed to care about their career path, when the gossiping and the bullying and the negativity was every single day, when the busy and the crazy was relentless and never ending when they started feeling completely unappreciated and when they started burning out and leadership still did not step in that's when it became we deserve to make more because we cannot deal with this garbage being handled to us and I don't disagree because money does have a value And at some point that $10 an hour, please, I hope that you're making more than $10 an hour. But at some point that $10 an hour now feels like 50 cents an hour because of all the other garbage. And so we have to recognize in the very beginning of this cycle that when the new employee came into this hospital, they liked their job. And we need to figure out how to get that employee back to enjoying and loving their job. See, the medicine is still there and the pets are still there. So what has changed in between? Now, if you are an employee and you have just resonated with everything that I've said and you're like, yes, absolutely right. I'm totally at that spot where I am blaming salary as the root of my problem. And yes, I agree with you. You should be making more. But let's look at even if you made more money, would you be happy at that hospital? And for a lot of you, the answer is no. So you need to figure out how do you help yourself in this situation? And 
you know, I know it is scary to think about employment elsewhere. One of the good things about being a veterinary professional is there are countless jobs. So (laughs) right now, every veterinary hospital on the planet is short staffed. You can find a job very easily. So that's the nice thing about being a veterinary professional. You don't have to be jobless for too long. There are tons of jobs out there. That said, it is scary. And for a lot of us, we like the team that we work with. We just are struggling with some of maybe the leadership style or some of the policies. So have that conversation. First, recognize what you're unhappy about in that hospital. And maybe you have to put some ownership on you, right? Maybe you have not told leadership that you're feeling burned out. Maybe you picked up excessive shifts. Maybe you didn't have the ability to say no. This is the time that you need to take care of yourself. Go to your leadership and say, look, I'm not happy here. And here's why I'm not happy. And I'm going to be changing these things about the way I operate in this hospital. Or here's what I need from you. And, you know, I shared this story in my book, Oops, I Became a Manager, about how there was a reflection 10 years after I burned out of one of my very first leadership roles. And it was a reflection that I never said no. And it is hard because you get this guilt when you say no, that I'm less than, I'm not giving 100%, I'm failing if I say no. And that's simply not true. It's not. You have to take care of yourself. And I've learned that in lessons as I've gotten older in life. So I think that's really important. If you're noticing that you're at the top of the cycle and you feel like money's going to be the problem solver, yeah, money's nice, but really you're going to continue to be unhappy. And I've been the leader who's thrown money at an unhappy employee and it works for about a month or two and they're still unhappy. And I've thrown large sums of money at people. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So that was another lesson learned early in my career that when people come to me asking for more money, I really need to do a, a self-reflection as a leader to recognize that I missed all the signs that they were burned out and then really figure out how I can make this employee happy. Um, And sometimes the answer is I, I don't have the answers to make you happy. And sometimes it is okay to move on. And if we part ways on good terms, there's no reason why you can't come back in my opinion. So if you're the employee struggling and you're at the top of the cycle that says that you feel like you're undervalued and not making enough, let's figure out how to dial that back in and find your passion and find your happiness. What's gonna, what is it gonna take for you to get back there? Now, if you're in a leadership role and you have employees or just even an employee coming to you saying that they don't feel like they're making enough and they want more money, you need to do a self-reflection. First of all, maybe you have given that individual more responsibility and actually not increased their salary. That's simply unfair, totally uncool. Make a recognition that you have failed in that part. And when employees do take on more responsibility, they should be compensated more. Or if they move up in skill level, if they have a unique thing that they're contributing to the hospital, they should be compensated accordingly. So maybe you do need to adjust their pay if they have valid reasons. And 
sometimes it's okay for us as leaders to take a good analytical look at everyone's salary and say, ooh, I'm not paying this particular individual the money they deserve because at this point they're doing inventory, they're doing scheduling, and they're sort of in a supervisor position without their actual salary. My bad, right? So acknowledge that and rectify those salaries. That's As a leader, you do need to look at salaries and just ensure that you are paying appropriately. The second thing you need to do is do a self-reflection that you have missed that cycle of toxicity. If you feel like you are paying them accordingly, that they are within the salary ranges and everyone's being paid fairly at your hospital and that you are doing a good job that way, then the reason why they are feeling like they're not being paid enough is because they feel undervalued and unappreciated. And why do they feel that way? And that's on you. And that's a hard one for us as leaders to stomach, but we have to recognize that we have failed a little bit. And sometimes I have said to an employee, I'm sorry that I did not catch it earlier, but I feel like you might be feeling undervalued. And usually I get a sarcastic, oh, you think? Yeah, my bad. Totally my bad. And so the biggest thing that I can offer for advice in a leadership role, if you're faced with this, it's just full transparency. We make mistakes. And when you say to an employee, look, I am so sorry I did not see it. I am so sorry I put all this stuff on your plate or that I asked you to pick up shift after shift after shift and I thought you knew how much I cared about you. I thought you knew how much I valued you, but clearly I failed as a leader and I want to rectify that. Let's talk about what that looks like. Let's take some things off your plate. I want you to stay here. I don't want to lose you. When we have those types of transparent conversation, employees really trust us and respect us even more. And it's not to say everyone's going to suddenly be like, oh, that's totally cool. You made a mistake and just kind of loaded me on with every little menial task you could possibly think of for the last year without actually increasing my salary. They're not going to probably say that. But it does open the door to repairing the situation, repairing and healing the relationship that you have and that that individual has with the hospital. And so I think that when we deal with the cycle of toxicity, it is very complex. I mean, is it just one member? Is it the full team? Are we missing their health and well-being? Are we having too much negativity? Are we dealing with bullying? Are we dealing with gossiping? Are we dealing with too much of a caseload? Are we dealing with compassion fatigue or individuals that are burned out? It's a very complex cycle and I wanted everyone to be challenged to really look at it because too often I hear from leaders saying, well, if only I could pay them more, or it's just not fair, my owner won't let me pay them more, or in the case of big business, corporate says we can't pay them more, and that's the reason why they're so unhappy. Listen, again, let me repeat for like I think the 10th time, everyone should be paid more, but that's probably not the reason why they're so unhappy. You're probably missing it as a leader. There's a lot of other things that occur before we blame the salary. I just want to challenge you to look at the full cycle of toxicity and dial in to all the things that we have the ability to fix before we start feeling undervalued. And once we feel undervalued, then yeah, 
our salary's just not worth it. And there's times where I felt like that. I've I have just gone home and go, I'm not getting paid enough for this beep 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 beep. That's where we blame the salary. I hope that this podcast challenges you and makes you look at things within your own hospital a little bit differently. Thank you for all that you do. Please check out all the other blogs and podcasts at veterinaryteamtraining.com. My name is Amy Newfield and keep on being a unicorn. (laughs) 